team. Right. Again, right. second take. <laughs> Be like that sometimes. This, this has happened to us. And now for yes. our feature presentation. More times than we will share. Exactly. Damn, what song is this? What song is this? That you, you just cut a song you got playing in the background for the intro? Throw it back. It was Venus. Okay. The video was We have a guest. You do. <laughs> Another guest. Dan. Oh, my okay. best friend Dan. Hey. But Dan, Dan the finance man. This is who I've been waiting we for. We did this before. We did this before. This is deja vu. Yeah, we literally, this? we literally. We did this like okay, everybody's feeling it. it. Like, like five minutes ago. No. <laughs> On the first no, day. I'm talking about before we did that. <laughs> yeah, no, what? like you what? talking about deja vu what? Just us three? Yeah. yeah but you can't say deja vu. Like, we've already like each other to each other? The second time around? Like this. Yeah, well like, like when we first met. <laughs> No, no sitting at the table. I'm so, yeah, sitting at the table okay. doing the podcast. But the first time of this time. I'm talking about time before. <laughs> okay. I'm just I'm just saying this is I can't even share Jazzy my thoughts. World, episode 14. Dan <laughs> yeah. the Finance Man. I like it. I like it. I Jazz like is it. in rare form tonight, folks. I'm what? Rare. No. <laughs> She's being true, Jazz. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's what I love. Here we go. Here we go. So, I want you to introduce yourself, but I want to give you a challenge first, because I thought about this. Damn, the man can I don't like challenges. who he is before you, you challenge You know, I'm a, it's a challenge. Cause don't ask me no math questions. But <laughs> Why would I ask you a math question? <laughs> I know, it was a stupid question. I just... So, the challenge is, um, whoever said... So, you can't say bitch. That's okay. your challenge. Hell no. <laughs> Every or every time you say bitch, you gotta do something. You gotta bite take me a, a shot. shot. Not Hold take on. a shot because that'll escalate quickly. Oh, it's a we slippery slope. We I like tequila. No, <laughs> that's not a challenge. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah, people say so, oh, you keep clear skin. I rub tequila. Or whoever says it the most. I kind of didn't think the challenge all the way through, but so is it only me who can't say it? I would say me also because with you here. This is probably the most bitches you're going to hear on the show. Yes. <laughs> Honestly. Yes. In a non-offensive way. Right. It's like what always they say on Boondocks, a What way. they say on Boondocks said, I don't, I'm not using bitch as a, a derogatory term. I'm <laughs> using it as a general term for women. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's inappropriate. No, I'm not. That's not how I use it. I use it as endearment. Okay. You know Too far. Mean? All right. Or to make my citizens sound better. Your what? <laughs> my citizens. <laughs> <laughs> When I say synthesis, when I say something and it's like da da da, like pass me that sugar, bitch. There you go, strike one. Then it's (laughs) no, I'm not. I'm not saying it. That don't. Yeah, that don't even count. I knew I was doing it like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I already won. Yeah, I'm just saying. Some bullshit, yeah. with my man. Damn, I'm Thank playing referee tonight. Thank I see. You. I gotta play referee tonight. Does she give everybody else you rules on like stuff and like all? Cause I heard nobody else would like. You know what? Damn, can't let, say words. Let me tell you, as 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 black man, best friend number two. Okay. In oh this at, at the table. Um. Yes, the rules do come in place. She behind the scenes. Mm. Man. Yeah, she seemed like that type. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. I don't want to interrupt your show. Okay. So. We're going to get into it, like we always get into it. Gratitude. Gratitude. It's on me first. 
Well, I want to say real quick, I'm thankful for y'all for listening, for viewing, like really am. Uh, shout out to y'all. Love y'all. Y'all my best friend. No, <laughs> no but wow, for real. let's not use that term too freely. Oh my God, <laughs> here Shit. we go. I'm just saying. Somebody's a little jelly. No. All the time. Don't mind him. I partner. But we're going to get into it. Okay. Whoever wants to go. Oh, what we're grateful for. Um, mm-hmm. I was saying uh, grateful for opportunity. Yes. I don't want to elaborate on that, but I'm just uh, grateful for opportunity. We have the opportunity to interview Dan this week, you know, Appreciate second it. interview of the, yes. of the podcast. Yes. Probably going to be exciting. the most exciting podcast to date, I predict. Um, so, yeah, just <laughs> grateful for that opportunity. All right. Well, I'm going to say that I'm, I'm grateful for sugar. Because okay. this week I realized that I really Deja love it. Again. No, just kidding. Yeah, I'm just I kidding. really rec- I recognize that I really love it. I've had a lot <laughs> of sugarless stuff that had the word sweet, like sweet tea. Right. But I shouldn't be adding sugar to my sweet tea. Right. You know what I mean, that's not right. But then <laughs> in that moment, I was like, "Thank you, sugar, <laughs> for blessing my life, making stuff always right." You know what I mean? What they say when you. Get ready, stay ready. Come <laughs> right, stay right. Same shit. You okay. get what I, you know what I mean. The general general stuff with the say like sugars. It. I, I so. feel you. My my coffee usually has one eighth of sugar at the bottom. Yeah, of the drink, and I'm so. just saying like when you talk about yeah. your coffee, your Kool Aid, ain't nobody out here thinking sugar enough. You know what I mean? Well, I drink. My I mean, dialysis centers are popping up everywhere. I'm pretty sure you know. Myth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I should never had you on here. <laughs> Myth, okay. Please act right, <laughs> please. No, 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 don't act right. Before we get too far, what, what you grateful for? I said the fans, the listeners, the viewers. Oh, I thought that was just like you was just saying that at first. Oh, I didn't know I mean, if that was yeah. your direct thankful. I mean, I guess I could say what I'm grateful for. Man, if you don't go ahead, and Daniel. Thank uh, you. It's uh, just so hard right now. What's so hard? No, nah, but I'm grateful. It's my best friend. <laughs> Known you for so long. Won't get into it. I think I have a segment for it a little bit later on. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the story of Jay and Day. The evolution. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. You, like, super dope. Thank um, you for all that you do. I'm happy that you have me here on Jazzy's World. Interesting. (laughs) Let's get into it. Let's get into the episode. All right. So real quick, again, sorry, just before we get too far, I want to give a shout out to 25.8 for the gear manifest. Um, 25.8 is basically the time is now. Go out and get it. Okay. Instead of 24.7, like it's 25.8, like get it. And I was like, well, that's dope. And I guess this little symbol here. You can see it, okay. But he said it's manifest, so you can catch his stuff. Uh, what is it? It is uh, Instagram 20, like the word spelled out 20, and then the number five, eight spelled out global on Instagram, and then it's 258, same kind of thing, dot com or dot club for the gear. So check them out, it was super dope. I like it, I like the blue on my skin. Like it with the cheetah. Okay. With the gold. Was, you know, doing some coordination today. But Whoa. anyways, I just wanted to get into that. 
Thank you so much. We appreciate it, and I love it. I was telling him earlier, I'm like, I almost, uh, what I say? She basically <laughs> said she almost swiped my goddamn hoodie. That's what she was saying. You when, know. I, when I opened it up, I'm like, dang. I want this one. Yeah, but then it wasn't my size. I'm like, dang. But I'm like, I can still fit it, but they're both dope. Appreciate you. Check them out, Michael. Uh, like, follow, share, Instagram. No. <laughs> Petty. That just made me feel some type of way. She said it wasn't her size, but she could still fit it. And this motherfucker fits me. That makes me feel some type of way. What type of way? Anywho. <laughs> what type of way is that? It just makes me feel some type of way. Daniel. What's up? Introduce yourself. Other than my best friend, yeah. Dan. So, I am Daniel J. May. Or Saved by Tequila on Facebook. <laughs> Actually, it's Facebook and Instagram. It's the same thing. I drink a lot of tequila. Trying to get an endorsement. <laughs> uh, run an entertainment company in Kalamazoo. I can do consulting. Successful entertainment company. Successful entertainment there company. There we go. There I we do go. some consulting for clients in the restaurant sector where we do uh, food photography help them with their sales marketing and everything else um and it's just been really great and they have been building this company over the last eight months okay all right so that's the foreground give a little bit of the background background i am from cleveland ohio the greatest city in america what (laughs) yeah i mean it is i mean really was you about to say the twa what the twa Whoa. He's go, from Chicago. Go ahead, get your okay, shit off. Okay, I didn't know if you had that. Get your shit off. I, was just, I felt like you was about to say it. Get your uh, shit off. Still Cleveland is number one. My father's from Cleveland, so you good. See, I knew off. I liked you for a reason. Get your shit off. Halfway. You uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Cleveland moved to Michigan uh, 15, 16 years ago. Graduated in Grand Rapids. Went down to Western School, and that's how I met my best friend and we spent the last few years traveling over 15 major cities oh I'm, <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there you I said mean, give a backstory i'm just letting them know yeah, shit's been true. good for jay and day yeah. okay yeah all been. right we recognize we can have kids so we can travel it's a lot less money <laughs> all right yeah you know what i mean so Travel Dang. the country. <laughs> fuck them kids. All right. We're going to hit you. Well, I ain't saying joints. fuck other people's kids. <laughs> but fuck them. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm oh just my kidding. God. So we traveled, graduated from Western with a double major in management and finance. Um, worked in Kalamazoo, and it's just been great ever since. Yeah. I want to add to that story that we knew we went to the same high school, mm-hmm. didn't know each other. Tell them. Um, I saw him in the hallway a couple times, and he would just wear <laughs> his fro. Like, just imagine, do not even a fro because it was permed hair. So it's just like hair kind of sticking straight up a little bit. It's not a real technical fro. Like, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like some kinky shit. It's like kind of just put up a little bit, and he's just walking through the hallway with this creepy ass <laughs> smile. <laughs> and I'm like, so I can't yo. be happy out here. <laughs> My nigga gotta have a yeah. black man's like, gotta be yo, creepy. Can't be happy what out here. Dude's problem. So I used, I used to wake up every day an hour before school, and I would hot. God, like my hair to make it like just this massive shit. I used to walk around with like this big black power fist. Like, <laughs> so of it. course, 
attention yeah. whore. Surprise. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Wanted attention. I didn't want it, but like, East Kimber was so big that every time I would see her, like, because you see the same people every day. Right. right. Then, like, you know, randomly, this is light skin. I'm like, oh, okay, she uh, must be a girl. And they're like, <laughs> don't see it for like six months. I'm like, oh, she's still here. <laughs> 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 it's going on for like years. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that girl again. Oh. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, but I only see her like every so like often. So there's like, where the fuck is she at? Why is right. she still here? Damn, where was you, Jazz? Around <laughs> in my class, acing it, summa cum laude. No, I'm just kidding. Are you <laughs> lying? Don't get oh. on your lie. Oh. I touched you right there. No, Sub. <laughs> oh my lie. gosh. Anyway, so then we met in college. We had a class together. He was like, we so we were familiar with each other from high school. So then sit next to me, vice versa, whatever. It's like, hey, think I can use your book? I'm like, sorry, I almost had my first slip up with the B word. But I'm like, no. <laughs> like, uh, you can do the work, and then you can, you know, give me the work, and then you can use the book. He's like, okay. <laughs> so I was trying to hustle her. So ever since. Right, but God start, hustled. A- ever since. It, it wasn't. Like, I was going to do it. any. So ever since junior year of college, I quit buying textbooks. <laughs> I just decided I would choose the person in the class who looked like they didn't give a fuck about their grade, but they was gonna pay. They was gonna pay the money because they got like a big refund. And I just go up to them and be their friend, and then like say we should study together, <laughs> so I could read the the book. But I just do all the work, so we just get we both get A's, so it's a win win. It was no damn both get A's. You did the wrong. One time. That was like the make or break in the class. That was a make or break in the class. You still got a B in the class. I can't remember what I got. You got a B. I don't remember it being a B. You had A's on everything else. I don't remember it being a B. I remember it being on a cusp. Like, I almost didn't pass, dog. I used the same study guide. So it wasn't like, so like we, she got a B on it. You still pressed about it, too. You still pressed about it. This is literally like seven years ago. You're like. She got a B in the class. On somebody and you're like, yep, you do on it. A bee? And then you like looking through the book and you like ask her how many other bees she got. This shit is damn. Not I can't. I don't know any of this. <laughs> like, when, <laughs> like when did we learn this <laughs> at all? I was at least in class. I ain't do the study guide. But this shit was done. Page to page, though. <laughs> shit was done. Anyways, oh shit, this is gonna be classic. <laughs> anyways, it went on. It was like a story after that then it was another connection from the hustler to the hustler then the food lover to the food lover had the bridge card you knew how to cook hey, i'll come over after the, class i'm like oh okay. that was the trade-off it's like hey you got the the food i like i cook i cook like an old black woman <laughs> i'm not yes. going it ain't no cooks like an old black woman hey look i'm just saying i ain't ashamed some Black folks, men may be ashamed to say that. Say like, nah, my shit is good. Okay. So that way, I ain't never got to depend on nobody. Okay. You, st- you stand nah. on that shit. You know what I mean? You, ain't you stand on, on nobody. that shit right there. It's like, what you gonna do? I make oh neck God. bones, like all oh, okay. love it. And then like, I'm a eat. Nut. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I don't eat. need you. Like, I'm, I'm good. Eat. Like, what's up? I'm gonna eat though. Yeah. So it's like lead in. <laughs> I eat all day. I feel it. <laughs> I feel I'm it. Sorry. All right. So, did you really talk about Sunday school? 
I didn't know when you get your shit off. Tell the people what you're into, what's going on. What you want here for? Okay, well, shit is your show. I'm just oh, this is your show today. Look, my company's name is Public School. Started at eight months ago, I think. I don't know how I really like count that five. So <laughs> it was last year, sometime. Um, decided that Kalamazoo and West Michigan was missing black entertainment. Okay. So I decided to do it. So I picked a bar <laughs> with just an idea and told them that, hey, I recognize you don't have enough people here on Sundays and I want to do a day party. They said, why? I said, because I see it in other cities. They thought it was crazy, but like, what do they have to lose? Right. Um, so in that um, week, they agreed to it, came up, told them we was going to do like some new food stuff. Uh, they agreed to that, um, worked on a menu, had no, have always like cooked, but never had like designed a menu before with, right. with somebody. So like in that week, I looked at some stuff online or like Google, <laughs> read like some different like YouTube videos and then told them like, hey, this is what we should do. Cause I read <laughs> all these articles, whatever, but I just told them like, hey, this is what we doing on food. Okay. But then I let the kitchen manager create all of the recipes for it. Okay. We did a, a focus group. It was great. You know, it was the event was focused around creating a safe place for people of color. So my thing was that if we were going to do this, we need to have good food. Cause I don't want you to just have good time with music. Right. I want the food, the cocktails, all this shit to be good. You okay. know what I mean? Um, so I did a food, you know, testing. Everybody loved it. You know the shit. And I was like, hey, we're gonna launch on um, homecoming, like you know, weekend. So before this, I was running like you know, did some like graphic like designs, and I had done this you know beforehand. Um, I did some different designs. Did my first ever like Facebook like ad. Um, and then homecoming like weekend shit was packed shit was good like it was gucci and i talked to you know my dj dj conscious um who just randomly i had met at the the bar a few nights before at a friend's like birthday party okay um and i said hey i'm thinking about doing this day party he was like all right shit i'm with it we ain't talk about money we ain't talk about nothing he was like i'll come out and come do it Fuck so it. we okay. did that and at the end of the night i'm like hey you know what i'm saying like cut him his money and we was talking about shit i was like ah that I'm like, well, shit, I really can't do like this entertainment like piece without the DJ. Right. Right. So most like, you know, promoters there is self, you know, like investing is like, boom, it's my party, it's my whatever else. But like your entertainer from like your DJ or your photographer, anything else, like them the people who make your team. You know exactly. what I mean? Right. Um, so I was like, well, shit, we're going to do whatever. And you're going to be my business partner in this. You know okay. what I mean? So after that, he completely like dived in because you had to understand for a motherfucker who's a DJ who would be booking weddings and anything else, he could be out here like booking anything else, but he's dedicating his Sundays to me and my shit. You know right. what I mean? Um, and then I hit up my girl, um, Catalina, who was my photographer, who had did like some work before, like just randomly, you know, I knew her through the city. I'm like, hey, I'm thinking about doing like this project. I really love you. Come out and shoot. She was like, well, shit, I'm rocking with it. You know, so both of them from like the beginning, when I had nothing, we ain't have no sales. They're like, shit, I like what you're trying to do, um, and we can move forward. Um, and then we've been doing it for the last like seven months. Party has been great and steady, like growing. Um, and now we're the biggest, longest lasting hip hop and R&B party in Kalamazoo. Turn up. Let the church say amen. <laughs> Let the church say amen again. <laughs> no, that's dope but, though. Yeah, that's dope. It's a great. I, I always love the story, of course. Um, but we're going to pause for a second and we'll be right back. All right. Okay. So I kind of thought that in, in 
in the spirit of Nipsey, R.I.P., we definitely going to get to that later. Okay. Um, But, you know, they had, him and Lauren had the little couples, GQ magazine, 30 questions. You, Shelly, you seen it. Okay. <laughs> I know y'all what you're talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay, well, y'all dry. As fuck. I mean, I mean, we. <laughs> no, no, wait, uh, y'all I mean, dry wait, as fuck yeah, on yeah, it. All right. So. Okay, so right. I have the questions. Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm gonna ask a couple. I'm gonna ask three questions because it's like thirty. Okay. So I'm gonna ask three questions. Okay. Y'all can answer. This is the friend throwdown, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, this nigga's gonna beat me by a landslide. How do you this know. Is- Let's see. This is unfair. Well, All she's right. changed since she moved to Lansing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I want to respond. All right. So, describe my perfect day. Perfect day would be either Vegas or Miami. Waking up. Going out. If it's Miami, going out to the beach. Sitting out there tanning and <laughs> drinking tequila. <laughs> All day, taking a nap and then going to club live. If it's in Vegas, <laughs> it is waking up to a shot. <laughs> like it freaked no more. <laughs> going to a pool party. It's not there all day. And then going out to the club that night. That's about it. It's a perfect day <laughs> in the life of J.E. Uh, you, you, you see how I'm at such a disadvantage because they've traveled 15 major cities together and done all these things Why are together? you doing that hands like we didn't do it? Because <laughs> we did do it. So you know. <laughs> like, we, we did it. So we you did know. Yeah, yeah. He's like got that, more experience that, that than means like when you what would when be you, a perfect day. When you do this, it's like. It's so like let but me, you know me and you know so things let that me I think like. About it. So let me think about it. I would say um, definitely out of town somewhere, somewhere hot, somewhere more than likely tropical with a beach and some water so you can go get in some water um i won't say an exact location you know it could be anywhere on earth you know no it can't (laughs) (laughs) um i know for a fact as far as food goes it'd definitely be some tacos in there as far as drink goes tacos it would definitely be some it would definitely be tequila in there um true I don't know though. It d- it just depends on what type of trip you on. If if you on if you on some. Okay, damn one. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's go. That's yeah, okay. Let's go. Why are you like, such vulgar language? <laughs> Nobody's been cussing this whole show yeah. except for you. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Like, that I didn't know this was our censored episode. Wow. I didn't know this, know this was our E wow. for everybody episode. Let this me is, let me hit my censor. Let me hit my censor mouth. This is a shocker right here, honestly. <laughs> Okay, so if I could travel anywhere, where would it be? Are you asking for you or for us? Y'all got to answer. For you? Yeah. If I could travel anywhere, (laughs) where would it be? What is this shit? Probably Dubai. Dubai? You want to go to Dubai? What's your answer? You got (laughs) to fucking know. This was fucking set up, dog. Place that you haven't been before. See, she gonna be mad if he get it wrong. <laughs> I'm not even help you out at all. That's how you knew it was a setup. Did I get it right? Did I win that one? Did I win that round? Are no. we one one? Come on! <laughs> Answer the question. Is so hard. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to answer. <laughs> so you're done. So nowhere. Lansing, right? 
So you don't know me. Wow. Egypt. What the heck? Okay, she, you want to go see some, spear, some pyramids she, and shit? She's never said that shit before. <laughs> you don't. She's brand new. Episode. You know 14. what? I don't even want <laughs> to ask the last question. question because what's the last just, question? Well, there's like 30, so I've just been picking as I go. Okay, what's the last one? <laughs> 30, but you're going to yeah. only say three? Well, I don't want to go through all of them. Why you say it's 30? You only got 15 okay. lines. Run off there. someone with okay. some basic answers. Guilty Pleasure TV show. Oh, Cheaters. Yours? Flavor of love. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is my fact. This shit's been off for okay. years. Yeah, okay. So and she won't stop. That, that's She's the longevity in it. But okay. That's in y'all relationship. I wouldn't know that. Okay. What do you mean she watched it the other I, day? I, I wasn't around when she was into it. She's I, been doing it like I said. She's been here. I've come here. I've come here and still stitched it up. And we lived together in five years. That was like. I'm gonna pause right there. Give me. Give me one of the. Give me one of the. The, the mid-level. Uh-uh. Give me one what of the mid-level it? stories, wild stories from y'all living together. Yes, we're going off track oh my from God. whatever. I was waiting on this moment. You gave me a Are bone. you thinking of this story that I'm thinking of? Don't worry about what she's thinking about. Run. I don't, I, I hope not because I don't want to tell that story. What? Don't tell it then. <laughs> that might not be the story I'm talking about. Run me a story. Don't give me something heavy. Give me something in the middle. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I honestly don't have nothing like lightweight. I'm going to let... I'm gonna let. No, that's <laughs> not true. Okay, because I don't that's know. Just like, not true. I'm just not. I've been drinking a lot of water today, and because <laughs> and because of that, I'm not able to say. Jay, what's a lightweight story? What story were you about to say? The car story. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so so what's like crazy? We were. <laughs> I, I think we were at we were at home like drinking and chilling. Then Jay comes in like somebody stole my car. I'm like, first of all, we gotta pause. Let me preface the story. It was Halloween. Okay. Yeah. We we're about to go to the Halloween party. Mm. I got home from work. I put on my Halloween costume. I went back out to get my car. It was gone. Okay. We're talking about a thirty minute period. Okay. So. I had no choice but to believe my car was stolen, right? Okay, back to that. So she, that's not, that's not really how, like, it went down. <laughs> right. She came <laughs> to the house saying somebody stole her car. Right. No. And we like, what? What do you mean? She's like, Who is somebody we? Stole- it was at the apartment. You can't Kale, even tell the story was, right. It, no, I it asked was Dan to yeah. tell the story. Yeah, look. Let me tell let me tell this shit. <laughs> so we sit there and she's like, somebody stole my car. Right. I'm like, what? That's kinda like I'm like, what car? <laughs> like, oh, like so I stole my car. I'm like, it's kinda fucking odd they stole that car. <laughs> I was like, Shay, I just didn't think it was a stole of a car. So then so then so then randomly, so we out here like looking like everywhere. I know who the fuck does that shit because we walk and talk about looking for a car. Like, but nobody fucking looking. Yeah. You don't so even look, know so then our other story. so the other friend calls us calls us from the seven eleven at the corner and like there's this car outside. Right. And it's Jay and like I think it's Jay's car. Right. We pull up and it's her car. Right. Nothing's taken. Keys are in it. It's Nobody's running? there. Is it running? No, no. no it's okay. just it's just but it's like it's open, it's nobody there. I'm like 
Jay, why are you fucking lying? I'm like, you put your car there in. There was no time for me to have done that. <laughs> it no... could not have happened physically that even if I blacked out or something and fucking what you did? You parked at there, the 7-Eleven and walked? No, it wasn't possible from when I got out of work to when the whole situation happened. It was not possible for that to have happened. So it happened on Halloween. We were was it a ghoul? Was it a ghost? Oh, my God, maybe. What? I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, that what? it was a trick. By who? I don't know. And you didn't Somebody find a trick? The what? <laughs> a fucking trickster. There was nothing stolen in the car. Nothing. The keys were there. The keys the weren't window. there. I yes. have the keys. That's how somebody stole so, it. So I'm right. sorry. She Too had the keys, which makes it which makes it even worse. Right. Like the car is there, windows like down, nothing stolen. In windows it. down, down, damn, nothing stolen. In you it. walked it was home. Really weird. Yeah, I didn't though. So we spent all this time though. looking for her shit, and her her car is literally at the corner. At the corner. My manager said somebody might have committed a crime in my car. <laughs> in thirty minutes. And then they dropped the body off and then put the car back at the 7-Eleven. That was her thoughts on it. In 30 minutes. That was her was it? The shit wasn't even broke for the wife. So, like, how? How, Sway? Terrible. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, okay. So, last thing, last thing. I got to make it a good one. Hmm. I thought she said three questions. Well, he was making it seem like go on. Okay. Yeah, throw another one out there real quick. Dang. Who's my celebrity crush? Yeah, I lost. Gucci. Man, how you don't know that? Oh, yeah, that is. Come right. on now. Gucci. She's I, a real, I didn't like, think about it. She's a real stalker of Gucci. No. Like, it's a real, no, like, a She's a Gucci fan. Yeah, because, yeah, like, Never she. Never stalked them down. You know you love Gucci. She, sent, she sends Gucci. photos to me of him and his wife, like, at courtside. <laughs> That's literally what you sent me the other day of him and his wife at yeah, courtside. Yeah, you shit up on yeah. one of the social media. And, okay. and talking okay. about, like, look, talking about, look at Bay. I'm like, yeah, I didn't say look No, you always refer to Gucci as Bay. I never said that in that picture, though. That's a little crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she definitely She sent me a photo of him and his wife together. It said, look at Bay. Bay, right. Yeah. Okay, we're done with the questions because you guys ruined it. You always ruin everything. No, I'm just kidding. No, we're going to get back into the Nipsey thing, though. So, okay. again, RIP Nip. Honestly, I really wasn't a fan of the music, but just kind of the story that unfolded. Unfortunately, you know, after his passing, I, I was, you know, inspired by it. So, I would say that much. Also, will say that I think it's whack that people been going off the wire like, y'all wasn't even a fan of his music. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be a fan of someone's music to show condolences. True. You know what I'm saying? True. Like, I don't. Why does that? You can't say something because I mean the man's I gone. Just, I you think, know. I think in the era we're in, everybody's just so wrapped up and trying to be so real that when you just want to be genuine about something and show compassion, even right. if it's for something or somebody you don't know, motherfuckers be like, "Oh, you on some fake shit." But I think the, the realness is faking itself, because for me, as many individuals who had positive stuff to talk about his accolades and what he did in life, I never seen any one of them post. <coughs> talk about in right, person right. anything else That's and, a, and yeah. brag on any of these accomplishments that you just now say that he had right so for me in that is that did were you really a true supporter in his belief in like his teachings when you don't even right. believe in the shit yourself yeah. you're not talking about black empowerment or business or anything else encouraging you're still doing the same shit right because right. nobody talks about that yeah. shit and so so yeah. for me you're just doing it for and i'm sorry but it's just doing it for social media like for clout because when i read when i read a good book anything else i will mention that book 
there's the same like few books that I mention all the time. So like, hey, you need to check this out. Hey, right. I've sent those to my friends. Right. So if a black dude is out here doing all this positive stuff in this community, and then you're not supporting and showing his message until like he's dead, how are you in the position to call no motherfucker like real or fake because you listen to a few of his tracks? Right. Yeah, I, I think this whole situation is just it's sad because did y'all Absolutely. see the shit with the Kodak Black shit? No. Uh, way. And Lauren. Y'all didn't hear about that, so he had said something in a um, in an Instagram live, like that he was he would give he would give Lauren he, he would give a Lauren like a year, you know she would be grieving, he would play the friend role, basically saying oh I didn't hear that oh yeah like this he was is, gonna this creep is, in he was basically on some creep when shit. just recently this is recently what it's, it's Saturday this happened within the past twenty four to forty eight hours wow this has been a, a been a thing the disrespect and so you you got things like that I feel like a lot of people have come out the closet. Who look? If you listen to Nipsey, you listen to Nipsey. I ain't see no post about Nipsey. I see all the different other posts, but you know, if you listen to Nipsey, you do, you do, you don't, you know. All right. that's cool. All his accomplishments, yes, speak about them because there's something to speak about. But like, like Dan said, and like you said, why can't we speak about these things when they're actually doing it? Right. Why can't yeah. we give flowers when people can actually receive them? Absolutely. And 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 like you said, being real is the new fake. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So and it, and it's about when you when you talk about that like in itself about being true to yourself you know and telling people like when it is Jay can tell you every time I get off the phone I say I love you right always for years we've been best friends for ten years every time it doesn't matter how many times we've talked in that day it can be text it can be phone and I say I love you why could I want you to know it and for me the the thing that we like forget about in life is that we focus so much about like ah somebody's doing great. If we don't ever tell him and show the same love and positivity and posting like his word in the same way that we do all of our other past ancestors who've already passed, if we have a hero who's doing great shit today, we have to post about right. it today. Right. But then when right. he's gone, he's not like it, the the ability of saying like, oh, well, all these people appreciate me after I'm gone. Like, I think it's great what like the community is doing for him now is that I personally, you know, um, even though I like to feel his track, but I can't call myself a true fan. I was unaware of all of this like stuff that he was doing. Exactly. Right. Which that, I think that, is and that's how I thought about it. Too. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. And I think it's good. Like, yeah. I think it's good and positive stuff. I just wish that like people could have let him know and have shared that message because then it's right. like, well, what are we doing this for then? Right. Exactly. You know, a lot of people be on the, the, they were saying when he died, it was a conspiracy theory thing because of the, the Dr. CD thing and mm -hmm. um, it, it, the rival gang real shit. Real quick, real quick. So just elaborate for the listeners on that, you know. I know he was making a documentary for the Dr. CB. Right. Yeah. Hey, I think he was working with Hove on that. Yep. Basically, um, I would say like a can't give Dan you want to take over for Dr. C <laughs> no but like I a have holistic a controversial health. view on Dr. CV okay we'll just say real facts about who he was because that's what we want to hear first that is so the real facts Dr. CV was an individual who was a herbalist who believed that through, herbalist I was saying yes, that herbalist who was a herbalist who believed that through diet and food alone you could be able to cure a lot of diseases mm -hmm. okay and the documentary was about him and his court case in 1985 that was about the New York um, city uh, generals about like him and his clients about curing AIDS and that's what the documentary was about okay this is why I love Dan <laughs> real quick give me you read I know you read on it 
Like, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> but so, <laughs> I I intrigue myself with random like facts, <laughs> and it is other reason why is because when people make claims on like lying about anybody, like their character, the things that they do, I like to research into them. Facebook isn't how I get my information. It may like spark me. So like, right. oh, that's interesting. Right, but that's but then not I want to follow up. That. That that's not so when you so when you say that somebody true. got proven and is that you know in the court case and that they were right in proving like AIDS. The thing about like government documents, you can look them up. It doesn't matter how old they are. Right. You can look them up. Right. And then read them for <laughs> yourself. So I decided to do that. <laughs> and yeah. Do you do you want the opinion? I uh, want the facts. Do, do we want the controversy? The the facts. Um, and uh, I'm sorry because this is no disrespect to anybody else. It's just saying stuff as this. Doctor C B was never a doctor. The individual was illiterate. He never went to school or undergraduate, and the only individual who gave him the name Dr. CB was his wife. So he never had a doctoral degree. So people who make claims online and say that they're a doctor, we assume that they've had education. We're not recognizing that doctor's just a name that I put on the paper. It doesn't prove my credentials. Like Dr. Dre. Correct. Right. <laughs> um, so, so with that, um, his case that they mentioned about in 1985 um, it was the FDA who sued him in the New York Supreme Court who were bringing him to trial for his claims and articles that he had cured, like cancer um, and other diseases. Um, they asked, the prosecutor asked him to bring in people, um, and he brought in 70 people who said that he had cured them. Um, the case was dismissed. He was not proven to be correct. It was dismissed, but the ruling on it is that he had to pull every single ad that he had ever put out about this claim about AIDS or cancer and these type of claims, um, and then refund anybody back their money who asked for it. Okay. So the claim that this documentary would have proved um, in it that he was correct, and you can look up, you can actually look it up on Google right now and type in Dr. CB versus New York Light State. Um, and you'll find there's nothing to back up that. He was actually forced to pay the attorneys general like money um, based off of this case. And then two, even with like having 70 people who come and say that you cured me, that's now how science and how we back up stuff. We need to see them beforehand and then say that they took your stuff and as a direct result, um, people are cured. As an individual who suffered from a lot of people, you know, even my aunt who died like this month of cancer, um, there's a lot of people who are um, making money off of people's sorrow with cancer, like treatments, and then charging them a lot of money with no real truth, and they just believe in it. Mm. Damn. Well. well We're going to pause on that note. <laughs> <laughs> so that got a little bit, you know, I don't want to say crazy, but just, I guess, a, a left turn. I, I would say uh, not something that you probably have heard before. Course, I've heard it before and many things like this because this is my best friend. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like you guys were saying, people want to talk about conspiracies or whatever. Oh, well, you weren't saying that, on, but anyway. But, it, but conspiracies, and there's a lot of conspiracy theories about the whole situation. And honestly, like, I love a good conspiracy theory. I've said that before. We always try to have one on there. Right. But I don't do enough research about these things. I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. That could be true. true. Like, you know, like, or. Man, that kind of is interesting, you know, for the most part. Um, I haven't really done anything on it to say yes, no, whatever. But uh, it's an unfortunate situation. And I think that the facts are black on black crime is whack. Do you know who you created know? black on black crime? What's White his people. slogan? Yeah. Black people. 
It was actually, I believe, in Ebony or Jet. We actually created it because we decided that um, they did a story about how black crime in black neighborhoods wasn't treated the same by the police, and we were afraid of it because they weren't policing our neighborhoods. So now we created the term. So, no, no, we didn't create that. They changed it in the 90s and early 2000s is where they changed the term into meaning black on black crime and a negative like shit but right. really we were meaning in is that there's crime in our communities and the police aren't helping us because we're black right because of black okay yeah so that's why it. black communities and had high rates of crime yeah. I feel it. how is it black on black though what are you talking about this is the term so black, black crime. yeah it's black, black black people crime. killing black people and the reason why they did in the article was just talking about how Black communities had high rates of crime, not because black people committed more crime, but because the police just wouldn't police our shit. So, okay. he, he, so they did. Black yeah. crime. Yeah. So okay. when they did this article, it was a cry for government to be fair amongst all communities. So in the 90s, they changed it into being this negative conversation, saying black on black crime is on the rise, or anything else. That. And black people created it to talk about the disparity in the justice system. Mm. Mm. Woo! That's why I'm glad Dan is here, because I knew we was going to have these type of talks today. Yes. Well, we're going to move from that. What you got next? Sad topic. Um, what? We're going to. We was talking about Nipsey. We was talking about Nipsey. R.I.P. We was talking about Nipsey. Damn. All this all this broke off of Nipsey. See, that's crazy, okay, But what's though. the sad topic now? No. She said we're leaving the sad topic. topic. No, we're moving from it. You need to put the cup down. I'm just <laughs> drinking water. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got a. Jazzy World. <laughs> Jazzy World. Water. Jazzy, Bottled water. Jazzy juice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got this week. No, but uh, I kind of went crazy with it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no, but we're going to go. It's kind of like a little bit old, but we just now get into it, and we already had a pre-planned, and niggas was already late. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> no shade to nobody. Bro. Definitely not everybody in the room. Bro. <laughs> I don't think we should. Sh- sh- That's not me and you know what? Like, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna stand up for the for the camera woman today and myself. Look, whatever. Next, next. I'm next just joint. saying our tree, y'all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, anyways. Um, more celebrity gossip. Cardi. That's not gossip. Them facts, cause she so she said them facts. Oh my god. Surviving Cardi B. I'm not saying gossip as in it's uh, false. I'm saying gossip as in it's chatter. Right. Oh, okay. About the whole her drugging people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't follow Cardi no more. On Why? Twitter. You unfollow her because of the situation. No, I unfollow her a month or two ago because I got tired of her representation of black people. I feel it. I get it's it. It's just a lot. It's just real extra for no reason. I get it that that's her personality. It's just, it's exhausting. Cause I just don't think like it, like the being extra, I don't think it's like genuine, like constantly. And I know that's her brand. I just don't care to say, I don't think it's funny. But do you think it's her exhausting it? Or do you think it's the media and the people that pump her exhausting it? Or no, the machine following her Instagram is exhausting. Okay. I feel it. If yeah. you follow her Instagram. Yeah, but it's no, here. like I ain't mad at, I ain't mad at her hustle. I just choose like some, you know, times when she goes on like rants, anything else. I just don't, I don't care because I don't really, because I'm not, you You know, I have six, you know, like women like who are my close, like friend, and none of them talk like that. Right. And, and I know that it not, you know, from being in the hood, like friends grew up in the suburbs and anything else, they don't talk like that. And it's just, it's just annoying. I mean, you know, I won't even, I, 
I won't even look at Cardi as is like her whole image is being black though. To be honest with you, like I know she can't Latinx. She's what? She's a Latina. I look like at I it know. as being a ratchet ass. <laughs> yeah. Mexican Spanish. But like in the end, but in but in her stuff about being like Latina and, and she's stripper black. Like she, and, but she was a stripper though. Yeah, but she but being a stripper, I don't care how you pay your shit. Like that, that don't. I feel like that. Yeah. Her, I feel like her personality is typical stripper shit. I don't think it's it because I don't know what a typical stripper does to forget her fucking money. So it's not a not what she does to get her money, but her personality. Let's get on the topic that I I mean. Let's not break this woman down. That I'm not breaking her down. Like I didn't say nothing. He's talking about her being a stripper. I didn't make it. Look, Cardi out here. I didn't say Cardi out here. Cardi out here taking niggas back. Cardi was out here taking niggas back to the hotel, drugging them and robbing them. And I'm just saying, like, okay, so thoughts on that? Exactly. I do not. I don't. I don't think like because. She's not the only individual who's been stripped with that. Bold? Bold. Is, is she, she bold? bold for drugging niggas? Is she, is she soliciting? Yeah, so no, bold I think, for soliciting I think, vagina. Yeah, I, I think. I, taking no, no. people back, robbing them. It's not, look, because the, there's a lot of motherfuckers in that trade who robbing, like, you know, people out here. Right. For the same shit. Right. And for me, I'm not a fan of that shit. I'm okay, not, you're a, not fan, a fan like, of it, but it, yeah. would you so you feel like she was in the wrong? Absolutely. Okay. Because we hold men to high standard, we should hold sexual like any type of shit like abuse or any like drugging at anybody. We should hold in the same guard. It don't matter if it's man, woman, anything else. Now, now with this, with this one, this one really got me because I seen something that I seen a meme and it was like Bill Cosby rape, Cardi B burglary, and I had to think about it like. No, one is no. one is actually rape though. One right. is actually rape, right? It's not a man you, that yeah. brought a chick back that he wanted to have sex with. Continue. I get I get where you're going, but I you can't. Just, but you can't. I literally can't have my notes. That, yeah. Ultimately, rape versus robbery. I have that verbatim in my notes, <laughs> like verbatim. It just. <laughs> I get it. People are saying yeah. that, but it's not the same thing at all. Yeah. I'm sorry to me. No, I know it's to not. To me, I just feel like that's the nature of the game and that game. And I, I'm not going to say, like, necessarily you deserved it, like, or that should happen to you. But you knew that could happen. Yeah. You dr- you a drug dealer. You dealing drugs. You get robbed. Where are you going? The police? Well, no, I mean, if to you say, are. You know what I'm saying? You're doing illegal activities. Yeah. You get you get got doing these illegal activities. And now you're going to go to the police. No, so, so I don't in think the, so. And the same thing, if that was flipped and it was a woman who was out here prostitution and then a guy raped her, if you're in that game, should she expect that? You're talking about rape and robbery. No, no, yeah. it, it, uh, no. I'm talking. I'm talking about because I'm picking about a, a specific about the thing. The specific thing that you said was that if you're in that game, right? Then that. So I'm asking, does this apply to other stuff? If you're in the game of being out there, the dangerous stuff of doing like prostitution, mm-hmm. if somebody rapes you in there because you're putting yourself in that situation, right? Is that deserving because no. you're in that game? It's, it's, it's never. So that's, it's yeah. Never. And, and my and my thing and so my thing I'm with Cardi. No, I know. It's never deserving. And and my my thing with Cardi, it's not about it's not about being a part of that game or like robbing anybody else. The thing that just worries me with any shit is that drugging people, because yes, she did not like rape the individual, 
But for me, the same thing with, you know, Bill Cobb, anybody else, I'm not a fan of people like unwillingly giving the people drugs that make them different without informing the individual. Right. So that's what pissed me off about Cardi. I, right. I know she ain't like rape somebody. Right. And I'm not saying whatever. That was making it me just, mad too. Everybody yeah. was like, it's the same thing. It's like yeah, they're not, they're not the same. They're not the same thing. Like, yeah, it, the only thing about it is that if you're putting somebody in an uncomfortable like position, they're not aware of the shit. I just think that, that shit's fucked up. And that's what I, and that's what I think that the conversation has to be on is that like that's not okay to do to anybody as a human. And yes, Bill Cosby like went further and like raised up, but drugging intimates for me, that's the comment should have saying that that shit is wrong and we need to be able to hold people accountable and say like, yeah, you know, making an apology about shit, but just like that's not really like enough because like in any other situation, if it was men who even talked about like rape or anything else, we probably wouldn't like consider it to be on the same thing. I just think that we have to call shit out right and if it, with the same stuff for people who volunteer their time or do anything else or donate. Like, I just think that that's that one extra step of saying, like, hey, I fucked up when I was younger and now this is me, like, moving forward with it. Right. This was wrong. Yeah, you know you're not going to get that out of Cardi in that situation. Like, Well, it's about educating. Like, if you if I, if I did this because it was the fucked up situation I was in, I think that the, the appropriate thing for her or anybody else, and I don't know because she may have because I don't follow her and it's like that, but it's about saying that, hey, how do we move forward and how do I teach other individuals, young boys and girls, about like, hey, yeah, I did some fucked up shit. Yeah, I did some fucked up shit. Well, my thing is, another thing, so I'm going to play devil's advocate kind of to your point. I don't want to say something is deserved. But let's say, let me just give you a situation because this is a scenario that I thought of. So I'm young jazz. I'm out. I'm out and about at a corner store, wherever. I meet some guys, some older guys. I'm flattered. You know what I'm saying? I like, I'm, let's say I'm like 18 or something. So I got a crib, but I'm still young. Like ain't seen nothing, don't know nothing. So, you know, I meet these guys, whatever, whatever. They seem real cool. I invite them over to my crib. You know what I'm saying? I just, who knows? I got a refund check. I don't know. I don't want to go too deep on the scenario, but I got a decked out apartment. You know what I'm saying? Boom. The niggas in my house. Next thing you know, I end up getting robbed. It's these same dudes I had in my house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit up here and say that I would have deserved that in that situation, but you should have known better. Obviously, this was your lesson, but it's just kind of like, that. that's where my m- mind goes with the Cardi situation. As far as the guys, it's not like you deserve that or that should have happened, but you knew that was a possibility. Or if you didn't know, now you know. That's I, that's how I feel about it. I, f- I feel you. I feel you definitely. Like you in that situation, you out here trying to do whatever you soliciting. You trying to be a John, trying to trick off, bro. This happens. The Bill Cosby situation is totally different, right? Because that's period. R- regardless of whether women were coming at him because he was Bill Cosby or not, I don't think those women would have knowingly went at Bill Cosby if they would have known back then that he might have been potentially out here drugging women and doing this to them. Simple as that. Right. Uh, Cardi just, Cardi just wow for being, and people were saying, well, she was being too real and woo woo. That's not being real. That's just being stupid. Right. She was just being stupid. Some shit you just take to the grave with you. Some yeah. shit you don't tell nobody. For no clout, exactly. for no reason, and that don't make you real if you don't say the the, the realest shit you ever did. That just makes you smart, because exactly. in the court of law, <laughs> and in the this shit about it is that you know when we have like fuck up like moments, we have to be willing at the same time to apologize for the shit. But it doesn't matter if you say like, well, I'm tired of like apologizing for this. What you call it? 
well the shit that you said affected other people right it doesn't matter you can't you can't say that i'm tired of being podcast because you did it you know right. what i mean you kind of just gotta say you know what that's my l on this shit i'm right. sorry that's not what i meant i was trying to do whatever else and i said some ignorant shit right and as many times you got to say this stuff to me that's like you know like real like care to say like okay well you get it because it's just human shit i think right. she's probably one or two outbursts from the past or the present future coming up before she's gonna do that I, I, I think I, it'll be a PR like I, type of situation. I, 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 I don't point. though. I don't because in this society, because I was just on Twitter earlier, and what I'm seeing is motherfuckers out here defending Cardi. Be like, she not a role model, so stop looking at her to be a role model. I don't look at her no. to be no, 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 no. with no with I, no celebrity. I I, I I I understand that. We but we can't talk about us. We have to talk about society in general. In society in general, Cardi B being on Love and Hip Hop, that's one type of Cardi B. Cardi B doing Pepsi commercials, different realm, True. different realm, period, different realm, because now you're out here with these big companies doing big ads and kids. It's always going to be about the kids and the younger generation. When you're Cardi B on Love and Hip Hop, I don't expect you to be a role model to young kids, even though you might end up being a role model to young kids. But when you're doing Pepsi shit or you're in that realm and with working with those companies, certain people, not me, myself are going to look at you to be at a certain standard. Like, we look at Donald Trump. You the president, we expect you to act at a certain motherfucking level. Of course he's not doing that, right? But... Yeah, and my, and my stuff with, you know, Cardi is that um, I don't think that any celebrity it should be here to stand about, like, the whole being a... Um, what is it? A role model? It's a lot of pressure on the individual. I don't care about that shit. Mm-hmm. I just care about you being human and giving a fuck about somebody is that... It's not about being whether she was a celebrity and talking about, you know, if she needs a PR team or anything else. For me, we've been around people who got money and who don't. Right. You know what I mean? And for me, I'm not impressed by that shit, nor do I care about just celebrity status or anything right. else. That don't move me either you real or you not. And a real motherfucker owns up when they fuck up. True. You know what I mean? They say, you know what? I fuck up. I don't even know a PR team because I know right. I did wrong by people. Right. I said some shit that did affect them. And, I'm and fucking you got to like, be you know what? That shit. That's my bad. Like, I can own up to that shit because I'm going to acknowledge your feelings because I don't need to be like, right. But waiting, the longer that you wait in that, then the more disingenuous that you are with the shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, uh, one individual, because I know that she says some, you know, stuff, whatever. Just hilarious. Yeah, with some the, shit yeah, like with, with the sheiks, with yeah. the sheiks on the airplane joint. Yeah. yeah, and what happened? So she had made a joke like on her Instagram, like you know, storyline about about sheik individuals about like getting going like to the plane with they the were getting individual. on the plane, same plane as her. Yeah. She was like, "Oh my god, are they supposed to be on a plane?" Yeah. And but she didn't. But um, as a lot of people get confused, Muslims and she like they're two different like people. They just both wear turbans. Mm. Um, even if it was Muslim, it still would be inappropriate. But like she did this, and then like people oh, so start going. Oh, she was going, on some of the bomb on the plane type shit. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, so then, okay. so then like they to got be, put off the pl- so then, they had got yeah, put off then, the plane. And then she was like, oh, "I wonder shit. why." Like you know, with this stuff, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So, but you know, and it's ignorant. But she didn't. She didn't. You know what I'm saying? I to show that. But like, granted, social media a lot of times, like you know, us not being you know raised around different like types of people, even within our own black community. Yeah, you know what most I mean? definitely. Uh, being around different cultures, like. We say stuff like what I've heard that we think is like funny, but they don't recognize like, ah, that's a little like hurt. You should probably like rethink that. Like that don't, that don't really like make sense, that ain't you really know? Right. And she got on her like, you know, story. I'm not like, you know, you know like what shit, cause it was a fuck up. 
But like she got on her like story and posted a video. She was like, I could have waited for like my PR team and shit like that, but I just wanted to like let you all know. And she got on like crying and reading off her phone and it had like this long shit that she's like, I was ignorant to what I said. I didn't even know, you know, what she people were. I didn't know like their religion. And I'm sorry. And even still, she was like, the dude didn't get kicked off because, you know, my comment. Right. It was still like a, you know, inappropriate joke. And sometimes as a comedian, we don't really know like the lines. Like I've educated my stuff. And now, like, she wanted this whole shit. And at the end of it, she was like, now it's whatever. I'm donating my money and 15000 yeah, yeah. to, like, this, like, organization. So then I'm going to continue, like, to encourage my fans, like, you know, whatever and say that. But I'm hurting in this. And, like, she was bawling, like, crying, you know, saying, like, I fucked up. She was like, I never meant to offend all of my fans in this group of people because I don't believe that. And that was ignorant on my shit. Right. Well, that's yeah. noble. Yeah. Now whether people, yeah whether people like forget or not, but like you for just, me, I for can re- I can respect that shit because it's like damn because life you know as I was talking to um, a friend you know like even today about you know shit is that that life and shit that we do with people it's not about always being right right. You know what I mean? We don't have to always be right, but if a motherfucker tells us some shit that hurts them, it's up for us to listen and say that you know what. My pride, I'm good on like my pride like that. I love you as an individual. I want you to know like I didn't mean to hurt you. Right. You know what I mean? And that's I I, I, I definitely right. feel that I was definitely so, dealing with a situation. So Dan is saying Cardi say sorry. That's that long story short. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just say sorry. For me, I just feel like I would definitely go back to your point, certain shit you just don't say ever. <laughs> Especially on social media to everybody. You know, because it's just kinda like you can't come back from certain shit. Once it's screen recorded or whatever, people doing crazy stuff now, like, that's it. So I feel like she definitely shouldn't have said anything at all. Um, obviously, she probably shouldn't have did that. To me, I just kind of feel like it is the, the nature of the game. I don't think that it makes it right or wrong, but that's something that you should kind of expect. Kind of back to the reference of the robbery, you know what I'm saying? I, I shouldn't have did that. Now this happened. Now I know not to do it again, but kind of what to be expected True. does that make sense not again whatever lightly not lightly sorry not sorry <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna go to some real life advice right now okay. because we never got a chance to talk about this and i just got it cleared up what's today the real six? life advice this week okay so my real bad life. Oh. real life advice so y'all know about my car accident whatever. oh okay and then i had to get a new car and then I want to say three days into having that car, three, four days tops into having that car, it was impounded mm. to the police station. Mm. Did I tell you this, Dan? Mm. You didn't. I did not? Mm. You did not. Oh, I am what? a friend. I am a fucking friend. I knew this shit. <laughs> I knew this shit. Wow. Well, no, because you're going to, it might make a little more sense later then. Maybe you didn't, you maybe don't remember, but I remember because I talked to you that night. Okay. She so, didn't tell you, bro. No, I did. It was the night you came out here. It was after that conversation when you came out here last. She trying to make up a situation. You was doing your hair the next day. Had yeah. the low Lansing conference to go to with a secret what date. What is the? What is this? I did go to that conference. I'm telling you on on this with podcast my, we do this with for my real other things. business partner. Anyways, <laughs> so long story short, I had my car and I was driving. It was a headlight out, which that sucks because I just had got my car, so they should have. It should have been expected. Like, why I got a headlight out three days after getting the car? That's bullshit. So then I get pulled over. It's this little tiny cop. 
then, <laughs> I'm sorry, a little tiny cop, little lady cop. and then, about little tiny cop. So then next thing I know, like, before she can even run any information, she, like, boom, um, another cop car pulls up. Damn. So I'm like, okay. Damn. And then it's another cop car creeping by, kind of like on a circle type of shit. So I'm like, what is going on? You know what I'm saying? So at that moment, I realized I don't have, like, my registration on me. So I thought, you know what I'm saying? So we I just came up from Indiana. Mm-hmm. So Bean took everything into the house. She took everything up here. So I'm like, all right, it had to have been in this envelope that she took up here when we just cleaned up my car from, you know, traveling. It wasn't. It was it ended up being my wallet. Long story short, I couldn't prove that I technically owned the car because it wasn't coming up as being registered in my name. The um, dealership told me just to take off my license plate from my old car, put on my new car. And they said I should be good to go. Right. When they should have given me a temporary license plate. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying, da, da 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 So, boom, this happens. I get pulled over. She's like, you know, basically I have to, I'm going to have to impound the car. We're going to impound it to the police station. So, I guess I was giving me a little break, but this is what's going to happen. So, literally, I was out there cold as fuck. Didn't say shit the whole time to nobody. They're like, you want to go in the cop car? No. I will have to watch as they search my car, which nothing was in it. They searched my whole purse. I'm like, yo, this is so unnecessary. So, and then as I'm just sitting shitty, you know, with the other cop car that she caught up, um, I'm like, he's like, you know, let's go in the cop. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. He's like, well, really, you know, she's doing you a favor because you could be going to jail. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I get it. But but he only said that because everything else had escalated so far. Right. You know what I'm saying? So long story short. They take my car. They shred my license plate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a little dramatic. I, I felt like it was excessive. You know, they shred my license plate. I'm talking to another officer. It's a black officer. I'm like, we're trying to get my car. He finally gets my car. He's like, do you have the keys? I'm like, how would I have the keys? Like, how? <laughs> they told my shit. Why would I have the keys? Right. So he's like, you know, I go to get my car. I'm like, cleaning it off because it was, you know, a little bit of snow. I look in the back. You know, there were some screws in my seat. So I just look in the back and I'm like, they took the license plate. So I'm like, how am I supposed to drive off of this premises legally right now? Right. How? How can I take my car? You give me my car keys. How can I get my car off the premises? And he's like, you know, hold on. So he looked out because I ended up telling him, I'm like, look, this is what happened. Three cop cars for a headlight turned into this. You know what I'm saying? It's not my fault. I got this car legally. I had the paperwork in my wallet, actually. But I was just kind of shook with the whole situation because everything was going on and I couldn't find it because it was a different part of my wallet. I didn't find it until I got back to the crib. Wow. I know. So wow. So that was awesome. So let me make a long story short because I can go on and on and on about this. I got escorted back to the um, car dealership, whatever. Got my car back on the road. Had to go, you know, basically plead not guilty from the, the case, <laughs> which was a misdemeanor. Right. They uh, the ticket was ultimately for improper plate registration. Okay. Which I already knew it was going to be good because my plates were not improperly registered. You know, I had my plates properly registered. I had the wrong plates on there, but I just felt like okay, I get my car from a, a licensed you know car lot. I just felt like they'll be following the law basically and telling me what I need to do. 
maybe that's my ignorance, but in the same breath, it's kind of like, I'm not going to do anything that y'all don't tell me to do. Y'all are licensed to do this. Right. I should be able to go into a car lot, buy a car from you, and it's like a big deal. I should be able to trust it. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, so it was going to be a misdemeanor, like $300 fine. So I go get a pretrial. At the pretrial, she's like, you know, I'm just going to dismiss it. I'm like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was bogus. She was like, well, you know, when I'm, you know, I'm, have my position and when my cop friends come by i even get nervous i was like okay well that's a problem (laughs) but (laughs) what i'm trying to say i said all that to say if you get into a situation like that where you know it's bogus don't just hurry up and pay the people because i would have had a whole misdemeanor this would have been this could have been potentially my second misdemeanor on my record for some car shenanigans but i didn't have to and i don't have anything on my record now second misdemeanor Another car situation, <laughs> another story, another time. Damn, Jazz, not my fault. Right, exactly. You but really that's thugging. okay. So that's how employers would see me, though. I'm looking at you like first. that. I ain't employing you. You did know about the first one. You didn't know about the first misdemeanor. You did. I'm not first gonna say time. no name. If I say a name right now, no. you would know exactly who Damn. I'm talking about. Damn, we both period. finding out shit at the same time. I ain't know about the first one either. Damn. I don't know. I know you, but I don't know if we were like hanging out. On the first it, it don't even matter. You got but misdemeanors, and I didn't know. I, I I'm don't have any misdemeanors. I'm looking at you differently. Because I went to court. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, That's man. what I'm trying I, to I say. That's that, what I'm trying to say. I feel you, say. you on hold now. I feel you on hold now, y'all. But, you know, if you fucked up, don't be holding out too long. Yeah, they going to throw that whole here, fucking book at your head. Dirty laundry, and you just up here with misdemeanors. Hey, right. There's you, no yeah. fucking misdemeanors. Niggas going to be facing whole burger. I'm holding now. Like, when you murdered, I murdered somebody years ago. <laughs> okay, so obviously y'all didn't hear this story. I know it was a little long-winded, but <laughs> but y'all didn't hear this story. Y'all talking about I'm holding out. I wasn't holding out. I didn't. That was I was not guilty. Okay. Oh man, whatever. Oh, <laughs> you that you said the moral of the story was hold out. You know, don't be so quick. But now you saying the moral of the story was you was not guilty. Both. Ah, come on, Both man. Both. What you got next, man? <laughs> what you got next? What's up? <laughs> both of them, no. I got something. I got something. Spell, I got, okay. Let me throw my little something them. in there. Has anybody seen this video of Shorty at the painting sip? Y'all don't know? Y'all both looking at me like y'all don't know. What are you talking so about? supposedly women is going to the painting sip with their friends, mm-hmm. and they doing more than painting and sipping. They sucking, too. Sucking what? Dick. <laughs> Look, who's suppo- dick? Supposedly, it's niggas pulling up at the paint sip on some naked shit. We just say dick out, dick out, balls out, dick out, ass out. Is oh. it a thing? So uh, this is a video I seen on Twitter. This is something everybody been talking about. They've been calling it um, uh, paint and play. <laughs> happy no, no, it was, it was like paint sucking. <laughs> it, it was like sip, it was like sipping stroke, sipping stroke, sucking that. It was sipping stroke. That's what it was. But but supposedly I. And I had seen the video. I, I seen the video. It was this dark-skinned, bald nigga. He was sitting in the chair. I don't know if they was painting, sipping, and, and painting him. You know, I don't know if he was the artistic uh, inspiration for the day. Right. But Shorty was definitely down on a, on her knees with a skirt, hiked up to the to the mid-thigh area with a red vest on, going crazy. She had her hair back tied up, too. It was 37 so seconds. So is it sipping and, and sucking or I, sipping I, and fucking? Look, all I'm saying is this. I know I never wanted to go to paint and sip for a fucking reason, and this is it. 
Where so, did you hear this? I seen it on Twitter. Oh, so it must be real. It's got no, 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 this, no, 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 no. No, in the video, you no. seen niggas lined up with the canvases. Lined up. Niggas was lined up at the canvases, like, you know what I'm saying? Shorty was down there going in. She had on some formal shit, like some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the skirts with the slit in it, like. Shorty looked like she could have hey. been a bank teller worked on somebody's business floor, but she was definitely at the after hours spot painting sip. When you stay ready. <laughs> you ain't never got to get ready. Talk about Okay, speaking so of staying ready, politics, talk politics. Let me just tell y'all real quick. On the first couple episodes of the podcast, I was hitting Dan up like, what's going on in politics <laughs> right now? Because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got the CNN app, and then I was like a little bit more hip. Oh, because you got the CNN app. Yeah, you know, because it was on CNN, just like Twitter, right? I'll get Twitter next. Ooh, she b- bars. Okay, <laughs> I like what you did right there. Nice. But uh, I would say on the spot politics, what's going on? So this week in Trump <laughs> politics, Trumpito, Trump has said that he will close the Mexican border. But not this week. <laughs> <laughs> next week. Next week. Actually, next year. Next year. If they don't get their shit in line. Right. Because he is tired of them motherfuckers. In the caravan. <laughs> people. They say they caravan at the caravan at the caravan. And Trump said, I'm done. You got, a, he like, you got a year to get your shit right. You see the press conference where they gave him the plaque talking about the, the first piece of the new wall has been installed. Mm. And come to find out that this was just new fencing that was replacing old fencing no, no, from Obama era no, no, like shit. But but I do want to thank uh, Forty Five for him bringing awareness to the issue with windmills. Uh, oh yes, he, talk about he it. he brought it to my attention that windmills is called <laughs> cancer called out here. Cancer. Hey, look, shit, he's like, he's like, they ugly, they black, and they poor, and they cause the fucking kids out here. If you live next to a windmill, your shit is going down by 70%. I said, shit, nigga, what? He like, they ugly as a motherfucker. I'm like, I had never Life thought. Life expectancy like, decreases yeah, by 70 cents? No, no house windmills oh. cause cancer. Yeah, and, and everybody know windmills cause cancer. Everybody. Yeah. How you feel about the 5G shit? Whole side note. You know about the 5G? I do. It'd be able to let all technology communicate with itself. You know what I mean? It's like... Stop. But you heard, We're on camera. But you, no. <laughs> but you heard that the, the 5G towers is causing all types of crazy radio waves and oh. it's detrimental to our health. Detrimental to our health. Yes. What's not? I, I, I don't know. You know what's detrimental to our health? What? All black communities throughout America tend to live on the east side of the cities because that's where pollution blows. That's what's detrimental to our health, which is why African-American and people of color, black communities, have high rates of cancer and asthma. Whoa, stop. Pause. Yeah. You just said Uh that... Black communities. Black communities are most... Tend to sit east. East. Of any community, major city within the United States, tends to be the poor people tend to be black communities in the east of the city because, because that's the pollution. Where, correct. So and the I'm rich a, neighborhoods are hold on, on the No, no, no. I'm going to pause because we already kind of off subject a little bit, but I'm going to bring it back. That's I'm bringing it back. Okay. Well, not bringing it back. I'm keeping it forward. So, right. uh, so one, one of the one things that when I first met Dan, and I think this was when we were first living together, and you did that report, and it was about, I want to say it was about 
food stamps Correct. and welfare welfare mm-hmm. and de- the demographics of certain areas mm-hmm. and you're kind of like i presented this to my class and it's like where the black people are heavily populated like this is going on yeah but so the the study that i did in the, in school because anybody can do this um, i decided <laughs> to pull <laughs> i decided to pull the 2010 census of highly populated black um, communities in Michigan. Pile them on a Google map. And then if you match up with the Michigan government's uh, map of all the schools, um, all the schools that are on the verge of closing, it happens to be if you create these two different like maps, they all line up together to every school in Michigan that the government was about to take over and say to Michigan and put it into a city manager or any type else in their community or the Board of Education, they all happen to be in the heavy populated um, areas of black communities within the state. So every single community from Kalamazoo, and it, it actually wasn't Kalamazoo on the list, but Ben Harbor, Saginaw, Detroit, all of the schools that they were talking about closing happened to be in every single one of the census data points of where black people lived at. Damn. You did, this isn't a conspiracy theory. You can plot the information yourself. It just takes time. <laughs> I just decided to see like if there was a correlation in that <laughs> my niggas like, and, So I was thinking yeah. and and when you talk about people who have a problem with um you know welfare system, anything else, um, you wanna know like out of your individual check how much you actually pay for somebody to be on food stamps. Mm-hmm. Few cents. Word. Few cents. Majority of the government's um budget actually goes to social security, Medicare, um, but the biggest chunk is the military. So when you add in uh, affordable housing, early like preschool, like you know, um, interstate like food programs, um, food stamps, um, Section Eight housing, um, they make up around ten to twelve percent of the actual government's budget. Really, ten to twelve percent. That's it. Yeah, and then some of those slithers is less than one. And so out of your individual paycheck, you may pay a few dollars towards making sure that people are hungry. So what are you really pissed off at? See, message. I, I had a, I always had a thing because people are always saying like the Caucasian delegation in America is more on food stamps than correct. Is it the same for Section Eight? I don't know about Section Eight because I was curious because I'm yeah. like shit. If the niggas is getting free food, I know but, they're getting free. But they get cheaper yeah, housing. But they here, got to. Here's the thing. It's more of them than it is of people of color. True. True. So why so would like they get yeah. more? So they're um, like, for instance, I'll give you another like, you know, um, fact about like politics. If I mention um, affirmative action, okay, what do you think? What is the first thing that comes? Give to a nigga with? a job. Is that what you think? Do you know who benefits from affirmative action? White folks. White, white women. White women. White women. Why is that? Because affirmative action has nothing to do with your race. It means that if it comes down to the time of um, a job or a school or education, um, and we're talking about we have two different candidates, um, we're supposed to choose the one that's least representative of our organization. So you have two and equally our, qualified. In our organization. Yes. It's Man not a woman. Yes. Oh, of course, I'm going to pick a woman. I'm whoever whoever's least representative in our organization. And that is the only side in the factor. So when people say like it's just giving uneducated people just so chances. even right now if we had a business and it's about an affirmative action opposite way yeah you win and no 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 we have a business okay it's a black guy and a white woman that comes in oh okay you're saying we will have to hire well we would hire the white woman to be correct equal. that's right. what I'm saying because it's least representative in our exactly. organization so both of them have the same credentials they're both great have the same amount of stuff but you don't have any other deciding factor. Mm. 
So when people talk about like a firm badge, it's not black folks. Two million white women have benefited from the program. Mm. We, and the same thing as that, you know, with, with politics and like things that we are forced to believe, um, when people talk about black fathers, what is your like thought? What is it? What is the perception of black fathers? Terrible. They're terrible. Broken. The non-existent. Did you know that the CDC had a report two years ago that said that black men are more involved with their children than any other race? Yeah. When people, familiar. but yes. when, the, but when they released the report, Shout they talk black about men trying yeah. to step up to the plate. When they, it's when not they, trying. Well, to step not up. trying. They're they're not, always they're at the plate. They're they're always, always at the plate. Yeah. They so so the study she when they talk about when they talk about single motherhood. Yeah. So the study when they talk about single motherhood, they're actually referring to it measures people on being married. A lot of black families aren't married, ah. but it doesn't mean that they aren't cohabitating. That the parents aren't actually involved. On some common, we just don't shit. get married at high rates in the same rate that other races do. Because we so ain't it got shows, the money to be doing yeah, the shit. So it so it shows, but it but it shows in that the oh we as a culture don't get married. We're like all these children like got a wet light. Well, that doesn't mean that my like the father's not involved like with his children. Right. And black men, married. when it was talking about like whether it's like seeing them off to school, providing for financially, being involved with their daily stuff and going to their whatever, black men outside of every other race is the lead. But when I try to tell people this within our community that hey, these are perceptions, people will you know um, utilize their own individual So Like I know somebody who's a deadbeat father. I know somebody who's on welfare. I know somebody whatever else. So we use these circumstantial things. For instance, even when we talk about welfare and say, well, people are just out here just living free. You want to know the actual statistics on welfare fraud and what the number is? Mm. 4%. Mm. 4% of individuals like throughout the welfare system commit welfare fraud. That kind of ties. So back just because you know, just because you know two or three individuals, you say that they should be working, but aren't um, 4%. And mind you, black people only make up 13% of the population. So out of that, it's like that you your perception is only your individual reality doesn't speak to real scope. Damn, with the numbers, you made me think about when Trump was talking about how the um, the people that come for asylum, how they never return for the court cases. He said that the percentage of people that returns is like one or two percent. When really that when you look at the numbers, it's eighty nine percent people always return to go to these court yeah. cases seeking asylum. And and I'm I'm gonna start another thing which I know is controversial for some people. Ooh, uh, controversial board, borders. Borders. Should you should you be punished for where you were born? Is it your do you decide where you're born in what country, what neighborhood, what state? Well, should you not have that. the should you not have the ability to be able to move it? Should you be punished for the rest of your life because you were born in the wrong place? So when we talk about borders and the need to have security or anything else, how are we like um, land? Um, it's in our borders. You aren't supposed to come over this line. This line means nothing. It doesn't exist. Right. We can't see it. It's just a line that I said that it exists. We only make it exist. Um, but it's you know for me, humans and like Earth, you own this as much as I do because right. it was here before me and it was here before you. So the idea that I came and I made a claim on this in the picture of land that was here before the both of us doesn't really make sense, it's just arbitrary. So the idea that you know people shouldn't be able to move freely um, through life, you know, in the world and whatever, better their prosperity for like their families or individuals, I don't believe that you should die in Africa hungry, which 10,000 children die every day, um, because you were born in a poor country instead of saying that, hey, you can go somewhere else that has proper infrastructure, agriculture. 10,000 10, children die every day of hunger. Mm. This isn't this isn't anything else. It's literally from being hungry. So the idea that you should suffer because you were born in the wrong country, 
and never know what a full meal feels like. Who am I to tell you that it's not your place to want to go whatever and that you should come in the right way and you should wait your turn? Hunger doesn't wait its turn. Poverty doesn't wait its turn. It happens right now. And as an right. individual who's... Well, I mean, you know, my gran- my grandma's parents were mm-hmm. migrant workers. My grandpa's as well. So I would never say anything against migration or anything like that, like coming over borders, like... And a lot of these individuals, before we had such strict like regulations on like you know immigrants and being afraid of it, people would actually prefer to go home. In the early 1900s, we actually had policies where it was more like free towards working uh, immigrants coming over from Mexico, but they worked in the United States and then went home at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. We instituted some of these other policies such as NAFTA or anything else that made it extremely like difficult. People aren't trying to actually move to the United States. They have to as a result of economic conditions. But a lot of these individuals, as you know, a lot of immigrant families, whether it's Mexicans or uh, people in Africa or anything else, they send a lot of their like money and belongings over to the family back, back, to, home. Yeah, back right, home. Always. Yeah. yeah. So the idea that they're like they're trying to be you here. know here, they would prefer if they could work and and for me that it actually like I believe that civilizations like move. You should be able to travel and stuff like that. And if you wanted to work in America the same way that it's in Detroit and Canada, we don't look at that weird. If I lived in Windsor and worked in Detroit during oh, the no, day, oh no, you see Ontario plates over here all the yeah, time. Yeah, but we right. we wouldn't we wouldn't look at that like being weird. So no, why do we only it's Canada? Do, yeah, but why do we look at it like the southern? Because, like, because Canada, know. we think Caucasian, Mexico, you think Mexicans, and that's what it is. And 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 at the end of the day, it's just people. It's, it's people right. who True. just have, you know, um, person involved in Canada happens to have a, a better economic standard than somebody who has met. But we've been to Mexico City, which has been beautiful. And I mean beautiful. Like, it is phenomenal. Like, the idea people have about what Mexico is, Damn. it's just not. It's not. You're right. Favorite trip ever that I went to. Talking about favorite trip ever that I went to. I'm going to say Mexico City was the. You think so? For me. Really? So Mexico City, and the the reason why for me is that um, Mexico City was the first time that we traveled and got to interact with a lot of people who were local. Um, Normally our trips are like, you know, I plan the trips and we go and we see a lot of like cultural, like, you know, things. Um, With Mexico City, like we went to Tao. To touch you, what I don't know how to I'm say it. Me, okay, it's the pyramids. It's the big. It's the tail, like, but it's it's the pyramids down in uh, Mexico City, and you know it was it was an hour outside of Mexico City. We went to a bar in uh, um, the restaurant. The cave the, joint. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we did that, and we climbed the pyramids. But like so many people, we went through like you know the, some of like the rough parts of Mexico City and everything else, and it's just people. And when we met people, we were getting our faces painted for a day-to-day life festival. They were excited about it. We were taking shots of tequila. Jado, like, got a tattoo. Like, walking with a random, like, bird, like, Mexico City. Like, I'm sorry, I know you're getting, like, a spin on that. Oh, but, like, oh that's what you was yeah, out there doing, huh? Yeah, that, I feel like I did expand on it on the first okay, episode. All right. One of the episodes that I talked about, like, yeah. the overest tattoo. Oh, yeah, now oh, she, and now. She, oh, yeah. okay. But, like, but in the course of her, like, Getting that tattoo, me and uh, my buddy Trevor, we decided we didn't want to wait there, so we went to the bar that was upstairs um, and took, like, eight shots of tequila. Between the two of y'all or both? 
the first time it was between the two. So we just took four, and then we came back down, and she was still getting her shit done. And then, then we went back both. up and took another five before they came upstairs. Well, I had some shooters in my bag, and I had gave Brandon one, and I took one because I was like, well, this is taking <laughs> yeah, a little bit longer. So then we got upstairs and downstairs. So then, so then we went. So then they came to the bar and then took some shots of the kid. Then we went across the street to get our faces painted. And in the uh, midst of all that, like by the time I was getting my faces paint, my, my face painted, Dan comes out of nowhere with a whole fifth of tequila. And I'm like, where did you find this? What's wrong with that? We're in Mexico. We're in Mexico City. Family. I think I saw like, the liquor store. I think I saw the liquor store on a snap. It looked like a. Okay. I was talking to the people. Never mind. You know what I mean? I you know what I'm saying? To the people, you it know was just mean? random because we're in this whole languages? street activity. So in any in any country I've been in Mexico City, no, and he it, like I, I know enough. Only with any country, you just need enough to have like conversation, like you know, to say like they or like to say that you can command stuff you know what i mean majority of languages is you talking with your hands Ooh. after you've been after you've been there for like four days all of us were speaking a lot more like spanish like it, and it's just because like you're with you're with people like jade i know that she's but she doesn't know spanish she oh i know said that. Like, i'm just saying because she's making I his never face said that, she's though. making his she face like it looks like, like she knows so she spanish. learned she learned a lot of spanish too no i didn't learn any spanish that I we were conversational know. like with this stuff okay she's making i was jokes. the first one that's what i'm saying you weren't the first I dived one into the taxi i'm like uh you know i can't remember what i said but it was something sweet <laughs> Yeah, of course it was something sweet. Yeah, so so the, so the thing is that in different like oh, the only thing about it is that you know talking with like your hands a lot of, even though you can't understand like every word, right? But because majority of words like are based on like Latin, you know what this shit well, like also, is. Well, also like you know like main words. It might not make so even if you think about somebody coming into the United States speaking broken English, mm-hmm. and they might be like. Wear car or you know what I'm saying you, like get, me, yeah wear, point, like wear this, car that, so I, I might be like me. don't they you know automobile or don't they call me that you know what I'm saying like so and they looking at food. you like why don't you know the guy but they language, know man. that I don't know the language because they can keep the accent so like, sometimes it's like more choppy because it's like I think I said like where's the good food like I said don't they comida muy bien like some like you know just something very choppy but like good food don't they you know those are the key words okay. i think that's what probably and the, and and for me but what i'm talking about like the the people from the first night we went out to the bar people was giving like you know they except when they uh overcharged your card correct sorry i can spend 300 dollars at this bar for god damn in pesos or 300 no, in american um, money. Yeah. Pesos. <laughs> 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 i wish I was no no three hundred American dollars like the bill the tab was one hundred ninety dollars. Fuck, you was drinking, Jeff. No, we so we asked for Uno Mas. So we had this thing. That was the first time we played Uno Mas. Yeah, it's a fun game. Have you ever played before? No. So it's where you take a shot of tequila. Okay. And then you say Uno Mas. Okay. So when that happens, you take another shot. Okay. And then after that, it's Uno Mas. Right, and then hey. I come in and I'm like, after you know another shot, whatever. Uh-huh. Some time passes, and I'm like, uno mas. And it's like, okay, we're leaving, we're leaving, we gotta go now. Uno mas. And then, then they, what she says, like, cash on the check, like the girl says, cash the check. She start leaving, it's like, so then you catch her, and you're like, hey, uno mas. <laughs> For everybody. Maybe it was like this, a Mexico yeah. game. I don't know. This yeah. sounds like, oh, we just gonna shout out random times to just take shots. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not random. random. They it was like we for. we took a few and it was like we was gonna leave and then the other person was like, well, shit, I didn't buy a round uno mas. 
The other one's like, well, shit, you got to do whatever and stuff like that. Like, had to be he there. Ain't, he ain't gang. Had yeah. to, I had he to be there. Gang. I'm not. I'm not uh-huh. gang. I had to be there. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so we so we brush on the politics mm-hmm. barely, but whatever. Did we barely brush on politics? I, I think we did. did I, I think we did a pretty good Ends job. Up, don't part. shoot. No, I was gonna do a flashback to 2010. Boom. I can't remember that. That was when I met you. I remember 2010. I don't want to talk about 2010. 20, no, 2009. Nope. Yeah, because that's when we moved roommates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You so that. fake. Woo! But wow. she's real, though, because she's fake. Mm. Mm. That's just deep. Mm. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Okay, okay, okay. I forgot. I meant, like, when we became friends. Okay. Okay, 2010. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Thank you. So, I'm going to do a recap and a prelude, mm-hmm. trips, and also reviews. Okay. I know you've done a couple of things. Mm-hmm. I know you went to Pontiac. <laughs> 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 Why are you trying to play him? I wasn't. <laughs> I've been to a few different places in my life, so cool. you know, but you. I wasn't in life, okay, I'm just saying. Nah, you so just anyways, really played me. I'm talking sorry. about you've been to the yak. I'm sorry. We don't usually fuck drink, me. We don't usually fuck drink tequila. Reed. I'm sorry, <laughs> but anyways, anyhow, I went to the Horrible Decisions live podcast. Where? Chicago. Awesome. <laughs> anyways, you, you so salty right now. I can't even deal with it. Oh, you didn't go. Wasn't invited. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. That wasn't our wasn't thing. Thought of. That wasn't our thing. Wasn't though. thought of. Wasn't invited, wasn't thought of. It was don't a girl's try, trip. Don't try to hold it. Uh, I'm from guess. there. I'm just saying. You from Chicago? Yeah. And you host the podcast. Mm. But you didn't go to the No, I'm, I don't Chicago. host it. Wait, let's but get you, this straight. You, let's get this yeah, straight. I'm this sorry. is Jazzy. You see how Jazzy ho, ho, okay. is holding the yeah. globe? Okay. That's Cold, Jazzy yeah. holding me and yeah. my niggas. Okay. <laughs> you feel me? Because, like, if this was, if this was, if this what? was my <laughs> show, it wouldn't be Jazzy World with this fucking ex-session okay. combo. Yeah. It would, like, this is like Gladys Knight and the fucking pimps. You feel me? So, yeah, I'm a co-host. Pimps. You see, she got the iPad. You got, she scrolls and shit. You don't see my fucking phone. It came on all the fucking show. It's an Android. It was. <laughs> this is a fucking iPad. <laughs> you don't think I'm funny? No. I think you're hilarious, my nigga. That's I'm why funny. I fuck with you. I'm funny. Stop. Look, my, hey, side note, my nigga Dan been out the gate ever since I met him. Ever since I met him. When did you meet Dan? I couldn't remember the year. It had to be sometime after 2012, maybe sometime in 2000. I'm talking about when was the occasion that you remembered that you met Dan? It was somewhere, when I think, when y'all lived together. And it, I just I saw him in passing. He was just in the crib, just doing his thing. Just, right. But y'all had, y'all had like an interaction, and I'm just like, oh, this nigga's wild. And he know jazz, because the way he was talking to you, I'm like, <laughs> you know, you, it's like when you sit in the room, you see two people getting to you. It's like, <laughs> so do you want to tell him about the Halloween when we was getting into it? What Halloween? Oh, Louisiana. They got <laughs> trips. <laughs> they got stories. Do you want to tell that story? Basically, <laughs> what happened? So <laughs> I'll just tell it because I don't want it to come okay. from you. Long story short. 
we had got a <laughs> we had got a fifth. In, so first of all, we drive into Louisiana. Dan takes us to Austin Sterling's uh, basically death site at the uh, liquor store that he was killed. So we all pull up as a huge memorial, and he's like, "Yeah, I forgot to tell y'all, it's um, Alton Sterling's death." Like I'm like, In everybody, everybody's like, I know. The whole movie, we're bro. just like, damn, bro, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> well, we had to stop again. <laughs> so, so I, you petty as hell. <laughs> I decided. So to we got, so we <laughs> get in there, and make. I'm like, you know, well, we finna get a hit, fit the Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? Period. So it's a huge, you know, huge car. We got a van. It's like six of us. Mm-hmm. So we all passing the liquor around, passing liquor around, passing liquor around. Um, me and my friend in the back, who remain nameless, London. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we drank a little too much and passed out in the hotel immediately upon getting back. Um. So then... Got up, was woken up abruptly out of my sleep. Woken up? And they had already went to eat, and it's like, we got 15 minutes. I feel like I remember this. We got 15 minutes. We got to be out. Y'all so left I'm her. Like, Y'all left in the hotel. We, when I plan trips, I have set times. If you're not ready to go, I leave. <laughs> yeah, but I was passed out. Like you, They're like, wake up. It's 15 minutes. I, I'm like, first of all, it's not 15 minutes, because I ain't no way in hell I can get ready in 15 minutes. Ain't no way. I just woke up. Ain't no I way. I gave her a chance. So, as a result of that situation, Dan and I were arguing on the balcony, but it was noted by group members that we were uh, whisper arguing. (laughs) 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 And that's how they knew it was a real situation because we were whisper arguing. What the fuck is wrong with them? No, no, no. It's not even. It's not even. It wasn't even that. It It wasn't aggressive whispering. It was like, well, you didn't wake me up. And I just feel like, how is everybody waking up and getting food? And I'm I'm just left behind. And I can't get ready in 15 uh, minutes. My shit is, I was slapping you. I hit you and you didn't get the fuck up. That's not my problem. I'm not understanding. I'm here now. I brought you food. Like, why you got to add Shut attitude. the fuck up, right? I didn't eat the food. I was too yeah, prideful. she didn't eat the food. And then didn't want to pay me food, even though they requested food. Like, I stayed there in so additional. So, I was passed I out sleep, but minutes. requested food out my sleep. And that was the only, only Her thing other that I best commanded friend to do. spoke for their behalf, and neither one of them paid for she it. She was power of attorney. And then <laughs> they end up eating the food. <laughs> because so they said they didn't want it. They said they didn't want it. It cost $40. Right, you go back. They talking about, like, it's a landscape. You act like we ate the food, then didn't pay for it. Don't act like that. We didn't pay for it. Then y'all ate the food. Cool. Because it was the last day and we spent $40. They talking about they were just going to throw this shit out. I said, no, the fuck you not. <laughs> you be so beefy on the recaps and that ain't even how it happened. <laughs> that is. No. He was trying you to so like throw it away. Beefy. <laughs> yeah, you was trying to throw Tell it away. And I was like, nah. Recaps. I was like, nah. <laughs> I never bro. got to finish. My Horrible Decisions live podcast. You never recap. started, did you? I did. <laughs> Were we talking about that? Yeah, what? you took the oh, show Oh, no, you over. said you went and you said Chicago and you went to the Horrible Decisions Yeah, we podcast. got it. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> we got y'all it. some haters. All right. Live podcast. I just envisioned y'all there with me, but. Wasn't it? By the <laughs> so let's just, let's just put it out there. We weren't invited. I wasn't so. invited oh, okay. to where I'm from. This was actually the ticket was bought for me. She went out with her other friends. Oh my god! The other one. 
friends. It's not my fucking other friends. It's Kriya. It wasn't us. It wasn't him. It wasn't me. It wasn't either one of Final them. Final thoughts. Dan, what's your next Facebook question? Because you know how I love those. You look oh, like a liar. Go ahead and tell us about your thing that you do on Facebook with your question. So I Get do, it to your bag. I do two different things on Facebook. I do one is a question of the day that I post every other day. Then I do a late night thoughts. Jasmine, it's not that they're funny. but I think Okay, they're late night thoughts tonight. So I really been wanting to do so late night thoughts is a segment I do on my Facebook. They normally like jokes. Okay. They start off like sexual, but then they end like funny. Give us an old one. Give us so an old an one. So an old one was like, I'm really looking for a woman who will go back and forth with me slapping the shit out of each other over and over and over again with Krispy Kreme donuts. It was at this point that I caught him out and said attention whore. So comments. she didn't like she didn't like that. So I had another one. I was like, I'm just looking for a woman who will let me cover her in hot, sweet baby race barbecue sauce. <laughs> she did. She don't think that that's funny. I didn't say it wasn't funny. She it's just, just not said funny I'm though. corny. <laughs> I like somebody. I like somebody. Baby. So my throw next some one. Taco, throw some taco so shit out there. Though. I bet she so loves it. Next, so my next one that I let's I do the do. question of the day. Let's skip the the late night oh. thoughts. The okay. late night thoughts was interesting. Damn, you be hating. You hate. So late. So question today. I tend to do stuff that like challenges people. So one of them is like, our relationship's fifty fifty. Say what? Our relationship's fifty fifty. Fuck no. One other question was like, would you be okay if a woman dominated the relationship? What's the dominant figure? And okay. the question for us right now okay. is. Is monogamy realistic? Yes. Why? Okay. <laughs> Quick sidebar. You need to be putting an and why on your questions because you're getting these answers, these simple answers, and you kind of go, can you please explain? Can you please explain? Can you please explain? Ask a specific question. They don't got to explain shit. I've been meaning to tell you that. So monogamy. You do your bag how your bag comes Thank to you. you. You know? Thank you. That's just how shit works. That's why I didn't want them on the show. Because your bag is your bag. Can't nobody tell you what to do with your I mean, I feel like, for me, Mm -hmm. monogamy, like anything else in life, is a choice. So, if that's what I'm choosing to do, what would be the issue? No, no. That's not, it's not that. Is it it realistic? Is it, does it make sense to ask one person to fulfill all of your needs? And does a relationship only, is a relationship only Well, monogamy in itself is monogamy. So now you add in all these layers. Nah, no, I no, no. Monogamy, layers. in monogamy, we consider having sex with one of the partners being monogamous. Okay. So my thing is, are relationships only about sex? No. So they're not only about sex and it's all sex emotional. Or can it just be sex? Yes, it can just be sex. I think that there's always going to be a certain amount of emotional attachment. Um, I don't even know if I want to say emotional attachment, but some feelings. Something even, you gotta like a motherfucker. You gotta rock with a motherfucker. Something even, gotta turn you on. Even the memory of someone, I would say, whether it not be super emotional. So, or hey, or hold on, anything. wait, wait. So you saying that the memory of someone else can lead you to have sex with someone else? No, I that's never not that. No. So I'm what do sorry. you mean? I thought you said can I thought you just said can sex be just sex or does it have to be emotional? Correct. And right. I'm saying that 
I don't know if I would say emotional, but I feel like even if you say you had sex with somebody, even you kind of reminiscing or the remembering of that, I mean, would you call that emotion? No. Okay, no, so that's what I'm about saying. The actual performance. So, okay, well, me too. That's what I'm saying. So, so my that thing doesn't is have that to be emotional, if, if, but you can if, remember it but yeah, without emotion. But, it, but if sex, so, no, if there, so if there's that variance in that sex is not clearly just a black and white thing, it can be emotional, it can be non-emotional. And that relationships aren't based on sex, then why would we leave somebody because they had sex with somebody else? Because that doesn't really prove whether anything. A, a relationship that we consider to be a loving or non-loving relationship, why do we hold that to a monogamous relationship and then a relationship that's based on seriously you being with me for only sexual reasons? If I'm saying the relationship is not on sex. You, sir, are moving into some very spicy territory. I'm but just, I like where you move it yeah. because basically what you're saying is if the relationship isn't based on sex, then why is the premise of the relationship even being a thing based on if I only have sex with you? Correct. Because then, and then if I have sex with somebody else then that means that this isn't a relationship. I feel you. Because then it, cause then it means that our relationships are based strictly on sex. So basically what you're doing with monogamy though, you're also including other things outside of sex as being something. Correct. So like emotional support. Mm-hmm. But I can be emotional with my best friend. I can be emotional with other people, and so then I and have that's love fine. for them. And that's fine. Yep. And those and those don't involve sex. They're, they're just loving relationships. But we don't consider though my friendship and my love for my friend doesn't have to be monogamous. I can be. I can love I can other people. Whatever. So I the only thing. You. So the only thing with this one this one situation is sex. Right. Which therefore. We have to say that then sex decides well, all shit. Well, you can't like really just say that it's just sex because if you are in a relationship with someone, a lot more goes into it. Well, as we're saying, than just mm-hmm. sex, right? So you want to talk about like finances and that's a choice. Fe- you know, what I'm saying future things. You say finances are a choice. But yeah, because I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that pertains to like a relationship because I'm going to be rich whether I'm with a partner. Okay, or not. but, but, but we're see, talking about you can't just say you can't speak for you have to speak for the majority. We got. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, but they're, but what but I'm they're saying is, and I would like to finish is finance. All, there's many other aspects that go into a relationship mm-hmm. than just boom, boom. You know right. what I'm saying? So there, it wouldn't. It's not just okay, sex. I'm leaving you, or sex. I'm staying. Or whatever, you know. What I'm no, saying? it's not the. It's not sex though. It's I'm only having sex with you. I might be having yeah. sex over here. You cool with that? We still in our relationship. The, the, we premi- good? the premise of the question was saying that is monogamy realistic? I mean, as in, right. as in all my thing is that to expect one partner to fulfill you emotionally, financially, sexually, all the different things doesn't well, mean that they love you any less. Because I guess you have to refine your question else. and talk about long term or short term monogamy. Because I think that short-term monogamy is realistic. Short, wait, wait. Short-term monogamy, like we got a cutoff date. Like I'm, I'm short, fu- just I'm, short-term. Like just I'm like only fucking with you until the twenty-second. Short-term, we enter this thing. When I'm rocking with you, I'm monogamous. When you know what I'm saying, when after I figure like the relationship is over, I'm not monogamous see, anymore see, because see, we're not together see, anymore. I don't think that that's short-term. Long-term is a little bit harder pill to swallow. That's a little bit more to. A little bit more of a mouthful, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? Because that's saying forever. I'm going to be long term with this person, thick and thin. But I think that monogamy in the short term is absolutely realistic. Monogamy in the long term is definitely going to have its trials. But I don't look at the short term thing as being monogamous. That's just a situation. That's just that moment in time. And being monogamous, when I think monogamy, I think it like 
And that's my, it. That's the cutoff. And like, my thing, and it's not, it's not that I'm opposed to being in a monogamous relationship because I've been in several. Right. My, my thing is that um, if majority of us, if our partner cheated on us, we wouldn't leave. So if that's, if that's the case and we know that already, then why are we entering a situation with the premise that my partner would never cheat anything else, but if they did cheat, I would be okay with it. Then why even suggest myself to being like sad over the matter and just saying like, hey, it may happen at some point in time anyway. I'm good with it. Like, and that, and that, and that's for me because for me, love, I believe, like it is great and it's whatever else like that. And why not just have that with a bunch of people? I want to real quick. I want to real quick cut in and because we were kind of talking about like monogamy to me, monogamy to me, mm-hmm. monogamy. And it's crazy because it can mean all three things. Uh, as I look in the Google Android, powered Google's, by Android. Because Google's <laughs> never wrong. Because Google's um, never wrong. It's a definition, so maybe maybe not. <laughs> um, the practice or state of being married to one person at a time, which is kind of what you said. Okay. But the also says the practice or state of having a sexual relationship with only one partner. It's kind of what you said. And then it says the habit of having only one mate at a time kind of what i what said what you said you know yeah, what i'm saying damn. so it's crazy because it means all those things yeah yeah and my and my service is that i think and it's not that i'm i'm not opposed to like monogamy or anything else it's just saying that i would rather love you in the space that you exist than trying to force you to be somebody else if you're an individual who you're great at all these other things but you really struggle at being like emotional with me when i need to be emotional and you, then, then, then for me, then I'm okay. Then why keep trying to force you to do that? Then I leave you and say like, well, I just can't. I got to throw all of you away. Exactly. And that, and, and say like, but the rest of you is good. Because we're you good. Because like, we're you, good in this You space. got eighty percent or whatever and stuff like that. Like, but the other stuff I still need. Like, I, 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 I feel like then why not seek another individual who can provide like in that moment. So you don't believe that with eight billion people in this world, there's no one out there that would not one person. In the whole world that could possibly uh, satisfy all your needs. I don't believe in a soulmate. I didn't say that. I didn't say but soulmate. I don't, I don't I'm saying you. statistics. Yeah. I'm not saying soulmate. Oh, I'm talking saying. about statistically. There's That's why I said 8 billion people. So, you don't believe that there's one person out of 8 billion in the entire so planet that could be. Uh, I'm not saying that you no, need to wait around no. for them, but I'm asking you yes or so no that, if you think that's, it's realistic. That's, that's extremely realistic um i don't believe it's the a fair thing to say because um if i only lived in kalamazoo my whole life then no that's not realistic mm. okay is but it, I'm is, it a is it possible question. yeah is yes. it probable it's probable no yes it is no. i don't think it's highly pro- no. probable me if Out i'm, if I'm going to say if no. i'm going to say like probable means that i have a chance like it so so that would be that would be the equivalent to say like is it probable that I could I'm not win saying, the, I'm, the lottery? I'm saying, I'm That's saying I mean. the probability that they're out there, not the probability that you meet them or that you guys, you know, can whatever. The probability of I'm the, saying probability of someone that fits your mm-hmm. characteristics that you were look for in a mate yeah. being out there. It's could probable. Be out there. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. But it, so, but my but my thing is that like majority of individuals, even though we've been fortunate enough to travel a lot of states and a lot of countries, a lot of individuals aren't moving outside of their like own individual like network, so, yeah, or, yeah. you know, bubble. Because we've known people who've been in Kalamazoo and Grand Rapids their whole lives and haven't like traveled outside of that. So in that dating pool itself, for me, there's a lot of individuals who are settling with one right, thing or the other. Right. My th- my thing is that I'm just saying like instead of like 
waiting till you have like these different like shit like in a relationship and then trying to like you out here stepping on your partner and everything else i would rather if he would just be up front and say like hey you're human you may fuck up sometime that's cool but i don't believe but my love for you doesn't change like we have our ups and downs with shit and that don't that don't change like my love for you like as my best friend and anything else it stays continuous so like to me is that i believe that we would have a lot more lasting relationships with people if we love them and how they are in this moment and stop trying to change them but see the problem with that is like when you add sex to that because people place sex on a pedestal and it's like oh i did this with you Mm -hmm. i let you see me in this manner i let you feel me in this manner now you're here you're not just down here in a general pool with everybody else because I can be cool with her just like I'm cool with you. Mm-hmm. But if something is to happen between said parties, that party gets placed up here because this happened. But because we placed the actual act between us up here. So, so I feel like in, in what you're saying is if we didn't, just the same way that I might confide in her about a bad day just like I confide in you or or, or her. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If I can have sex with her and look at it the same way I have sex with her, it is what it is because there's 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 no pedestal there for sex itself. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So because that's what people of, get hung up so on. So my my question to you is that part of the pedestal that exists is this because of men putting it on a pedestal? I'm just saying as just being a man, would you be okay or would you be the individual to date? Um, <laughs> is sex a factor? Look, no, no, I'm all for abstract, but you asked a simple question. Is monogamy realistic? No, because what is no. you're saying? No, no, you're saying I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to say no. Okay, because I'm it, saying we, yes. Those are the final thoughts. <laughs> We're gonna wrap it up. I feel it. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna wrap it up. This is the longest podcast and while you starting and stop it we on a good subject right now let this monogamy shit rock let us rock with it real quick like he touched on a very good thing like because if you take sex from the pedestal that it's put on and you just put it in the general arena of everything else that you deal with back and forth with people that you deal with relationships would be totally different for real for real though like they definitely would like they really would because People might be more free if you really think about it, because you're not so you're not so high strung or you're not so. Let's say I'm in a relationship. Right. And I meet a woman and we kick it off and we everything is great. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I want to fuck, period. Off rip. Isn't it, that always in the back of all n- men? No, mind? no, it's not. No, it's not. Not I with don't every get, sex is not a motivator for me with dating somebody. No. No, I'm talking about on a primitive standpoint. No, no, on a primitive standpoint. No, what is, not, what I, I, for me, I think as when I've talked to a lot of men, like as we've gotten, as men get older, sex is not the, the men that I've met. I'm like, not talking about not, that's the goal. You got to take shorty no, no. home tonight. No, you talking about just straight off. You talking about fucking in general. I'm a fuck. I would so fuck. You would. I'm telling yeah, you, not every female I've yeah. met, I'd be off rip like I would. But fuck. you still entertain it. You still give her time, and you still do shit for her. Yeah, we we kick it, we mm. talk, whatever. But if I don't want to fuck, I don't want to fuck. I mean, I don't have to fuck every woman I come across, and every woman doesn't turn me on in that sense. For me, when it comes to sex, it's always been in about a certain attachment. There's got to be something about you that clicks me on. I've been in situations with women where 
this was a quick situation. We might have got into it, and I hit Shorty with 10 to 15 minutes of dick. You know why I hit Shorty with 10 to 15 minutes of dick? Because I wasn't really into her as opposed to somebody else. That and, and for me, I, I get it. Like, you know, people are, there's some situations you're going to meet, and they, they just about sex, which is great. The only thing I don't understand is that why people are just more honest with, like, shit. If all you want to do is have sex, then I think you should be feel comfortable and telling somebody, like, hey, that's all I want to do. Because then, because most people like they probably want to do the same shit too. You just you just waiting for you just want to be waiting like, like for the motherfucker like to say the shit. Nobody wants to be looked at like and, that though. And what I'm sorry, well, you know when we had talked about you know the monogamy shit. My thing is that if I'm not, if a lot of people won't leave somebody after they've already like cheated, I'm just telling you like a front. If you do some some shit outside of it, just don't come tell me. That's just my shit. You just don't want to know. I don't want to know. Right. Even though I think that it's rational that you should be able to do whatever else, I can control how I feel in that moment. Right. So I just rather, like, I wouldn't know anyway. The only reason why I know is because you did, so you're just being selfish twice. You did what you wanted to do, and then you're only telling me because you're telling me. Now you're telling me. Now you're fucking with better. me about it. Right. I feel it. I feel like monogamy doesn't necessarily have to be looked at as a long term. To me, I feel like you, you're monogamous, and then it's a constant choice. All right, you know, I choose this person, choose this person, choose this person. You have to choose this person every day, mm-hmm. true. basically. You know that what I'm is, saying? And true. I feel like that's monogamy. And then I don't, I don't feel like, you know, and you're gonna go through things, and things are gonna be rough, things are gonna be great, things are gonna be all, and everything in between, you know. But it's just kind of like the moment that you stop choosing this person, or the moment where it's just like, all right, today I don't choose you. Tomorrow I don't choose you. Now I start mm-hmm. choosing myself. You know what I'm saying, or whatever the case may be. I don't. I don't think that monogamy is not realistic. I think that being with somebody forever, from whatever age you are right now, be, even if it's 50 and you live to be 90, that's 40 years. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So whatever age you are now to forever, I think that's where it's a little more scary to talk about because it's like because yeah. it's a lot. There's you don't know what might happen. Yeah. You have there's so many variables in between there, but I think that monogamy in the sense of a realistic to me, realistic is more short term. Right. Not as in short term as if it's a cutoff date, but short term as in we're gonna take this day by day and I choose you every day. And when it don't feel right, and then the, I'm good with it. Exactly. And I think that and I think that are, you know, beautiful. I just at the same time I recognize that people fall off the wagon sometimes. Right. And then they said, I, I, I'm not saying that you're going to, I'm just saying that it happens. And if you do, it's okay because you're human. Right. You don't need to apologize to me about it. We don't need to talk about it. I just want to live it. We're happy. Let's just be happy. And, and, that, and, that, and, and, and because of that, and because I believe that there's a lot of people out here in this beautiful world, right, you mentioned like, you know, 8 billion people and like there's so many people out here if there's something that you're missing like emotionally or sexually and some shit that I just won't do, I won't do because I can't like, I can't get my mind around it or that's just not like in me. I still want you to be happy. So I'm okay with like you getting that out of somebody else and still having love. Cause see, that, a lot of people, it's not, it's not, it doesn't mean that you don't though. love it. Does, if, like my friends, I love and I love them all equally. I don't love, one more than that. Like, I literally, any one of them can call I'm me. totally the fave. Whatever. Okay, whatever. Is that besides Jay? <laughs> uh, but, like, in that, I love them equally. Get emotional as equally as I do. Will cry, like, fight or anything else and give my life for these individuals. So if I can do that in my friend group and be just as excited for, like, their love and happiness with other people and their other, like, friends, 
why in like a relationship am I different out, about it? Like you know what I mean? And that's my that's my thing. I don't think a lot of people, but I, but I see there's a certain confidence in you on what you're saying about what you're saying, and you believe in what you're saying. And I feel like if you're not dealing with a like-minded individual in such fashion. You won't be able to get those type of. I just want you to be happy. If you happy doing this shit that you're doing, and I and I've met you, asked this. You're an individual who's like a great person, who's messy, who's doing whatever else. I didn't fall in love. Like I, I love like this shit that you live your right. life in the truth. And that you, you could be a servant, you but you happy with your shit and you bring joy to other people. Then why am I leaving you just because you don't have that same career aspirations that I do? And that's the and because you're not making as much money. I'm like. Uh, mm. She was a great woman who would be great to be a mother to my children, but because she don't want to go to school or do anything else in aspiration of money, I got to leave her ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. So from monogamy to happiness, I think that they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. And we're going to wrap it up there. Oh, she's wrapping yeah. us up. Wrapping it up. Who going to hula hands? What's the hula hands? That's where y'all want to go? Y'all down? Shelly? Hula Hands is a restaurant that had like half off drinks. Okay. I'm drinking. I've been drinking. I'm I'm about to head back to the to the to the land. We are going to Hula Hands after this. Long story short. <laughs> no, but as always I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in. Appreciate y'all forever and always. Um check us out. On. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, at Session Combo, uh, <laughs> the beautiful ja- Jazzy's World over here. Jazzy Juice. At Jazzy's World. <laughs> you can check us out at Session Combo on your, on all your little <laughs> joints. We've got Jazzy Juice. We've got Jazzy Cups. Uh What's the name of the the company again? Twenty five eight. Twenty five eight. So not twenty four seven, but twenty five eight. Twenty five eight with their Check them out. Check them out. And you have public school. And we definitely fucking have public school. Say it louder, damn. Without a very right voice, like the whisper it. Say it. Like the whisper it. You're so crazy. Don't show people that side of you. And you have public school. Well, S K O O L on Facebook and Instagram. And my personal <laughs> uh-huh. shit is saved by tequila on Instagram. All right. Uno mas. Uno mas. All right. And we out. And we the fuck out of here.